The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. But since I'm on probation, I suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well. If you could talk about racing things, we could talk about racing things. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Gomez and Cody Zeeb. Even on weekends like this, it is time to talk about racing things. It's a NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. It's a Monday afternoon, and it was race day. How crazy is that? Yes, uh, man, we, we kind of expected this, talked about it a little bit uh, when we were, were previewing everything this past weekend. They, there was absolutely no chance to get it in yesterday. They canceled the race nice and early for everyone. Um, and yeah, it's a uh, boy. What a what a Monday, I guess, huh? What a weekend in general. I mean, now listen, all I know is that whatever Dover did, it brought the clouds and the chance of rain to California with it. So we too on this coast have ourselves a gloomy day. Um, But look, as far as racing is concerned, I mean, we'll obviously touch on it. This is the recap show. This is where we go over our bets in the weekend in racing. But as far as racing goes as a fan, I liked what I saw because it was good racing and it was it was entertaining yeah. and it was very much what I think that the product they're after. Now, yeah. from the betting side of it, yeah, eh. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I know how that weather is getting there. It's the, the seven hundred mile an hour wind in the Midwest here. It's just blowing the storm straight from Dover to California. I guess that's how that works. But uh, yeah, it, from a racing aspect of things, like it, it was a pretty good race. I feel like. Um, and, and you know, watching IndyCar, watching F1, watching some other forms of racing and stuff too, like sometimes I think NASCAR fans just get a little bit spoiled because we have some, I, I mean, the IndyCar race this weekend was great. The F1 race is it, it we, Hey, by the way, if you listen to the F1 gambling podcast, we hit a 16 to one over there. So hopefully you did that because that was great. That was awesome. That was fun. But it's NASCAR racing provides really good racing. Uh, I mean, there was, it w- there was constant action throughout the day today. So I was happy with that. Not all the results went the way we want. We did some pretty decent on some head to heads, same thing Saturday head to heads. We really hit on good this weekend. Um, just man, the outrights have been tough lately, it, it, which goes to show you how unpredictable it is, right? Like it, it really is hard to predict who it is because we've been getting some different winners. Truex, Finally, we can bet on him to win again. He's now done it. He broke what was a fifty-four race 54. winless streak. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, so he's now he's allowed to be bet on to win races <laughs> now going forward. Again, I, I think I said this in the Discord, but not sad that I missed hitting Truex outright. I, there was no way I was betting him until he won a regular season rate or a a points race rather. I know he won the Coliseum, but not a points race. So now officially martin trex jr is back in the the pool of options uh in the truex sweep on the weekend that was that was a pretty cool thing to see yeah it was and brothers winning that's why i said in the discord shots on the truex family for that hey old-fashioned football joining us hey. of course justin mark and his wife yes. uh miranda over there the co-hosts welcome into that joining the conversation Great show, as always they uh they're always killing it justin had some some live reactions last week to a couple the first, I think, seven draft picks he did. That was uh, that was pretty awesome. So they're they're always cranking out good stuff. I can't wait for this week's episode. Now that we know, man, football, we know where people landed. 
now we get to start seeing the fantasy impact. So uh, definitely go check them out. He figured out how quickly it, or quickly he figured out how hard it is to be a show host by yourself. Uh, but he did a <laughs> he did a good job, fantastic was, job, absolutely. Good, yes. um, no, but listen. So here's the thing too, and I got to give a big shout out to uh, the the host of the uh, Back Road too. Seth called out Martin Truex Jr. on his show. Called out Martin as a top five, like. Uh, he hit him, man. He was Damn. on him. Nice. Good yeah. job, Seth. That's yeah. Shout out to him. He's it. He's man. Seth's been hitting the outrights good lately. I think he had, uh, was it Larson? Uh, who? Yeah. Whoever won Martinsville. I think he had the winner there. Uh, I know he's had, he's had some good ones here lately. So yep. yeah. Shout out to, to Seth. Yeah. Seth digging in real deep for those. So yeah. Good job for him. Um, yeah. I mean, again, we, we, uh, I've been burned one too many times by that 19 car and I didn't want to, didn't want to believe it, but I should have known. We should have known though. Cody, once Ryan won, that this yeah, was a I, Martin Truex. It, it, I got this close, Rod. I, I was about to say it. Some guy, I think the JDK, somebody else maybe brought it up. Should we be betting him now? I couldn't talk myself into it, obviously. But, I mean, and it almost happened again. Like, the caution late. It, he almost lost another race that he should have won. So that made me feel even better about not betting on him because it, it, it was close there at the end. And then I thought Blaney was going to take them both out and give – chastain the thing man just yeah <laughs> well and listen it just goes to show you that you know you just you think you have it pegged and it just yeah sometimes you don't uh but we do gotta step away real quick we'll we'll come back and we'll break down the rest of this weekend even i don't i'm like Whoa. but but we'll talk about it because I, I really want to get into some things when we get back from this break but let's take about shady rays because shady rays is teaming up with sgpn for shady may not only do you get an amazing 50% off offer, but you can also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes as they always do with premium polarized sunglasses, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays has got durable frames, extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost or broken replacements. That means if you lose a pair, break a pair, throw a pair into the crowd because you're so excited for something, doesn't matter. They're going to replace those for you for free, and they won't even ask you who's wearing them now. They'll just give them to you because you lost them or you broke them. That's insane. You can wear it with confidence because they know they got your back long after your purchase. Plus, if you don't love them, exchange them for free or return them within 30 days. No risk. When you shop with Shady Rays, they always got your back. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. I wish that we had a return policy for our bets because it was frustrating. So we're going to start, obviously. I, I, I wish that uh, the books would stop being so scared and give us the, <laughs> uh, give us the BJ McLeod versus Chase Briscoe head-to-head because BJ McLeod beat Chase Briscoe. I told everybody. I told you Chase Briscoe was going to suck this weekend. I absolutely nailed that one. Absolutely horrible performance by Briscoe. Never around all day long. Not in, not mistakes. He didn't have any mistakes throughout the day. BJ McLeod just straight up beats Chase Briscoe. Books are scared, Rod. They they won't give it to us because they know we'd kill him on it. It's just, I mean, and you can't even. I don't know that they juice it enough for you. This would be like an F one uh, Max Verstappen bet where you're betting like minus two fifty. Well, I mean, yeah, because right? that would have to be. I mean, that's like what ten to one at least, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be, you know. And they're not willing to take that kind of risk because look at the results. It's you know, it's, killing him, man. Killers. Anyways. Um, <laughs> all right. So listen, before we even get into how the ebb and the flow of the race went, I I, it, I was thinking about this the entire time uh, I was watching this race. And especially after Larson kind of gacked out and then Elliot suffered the whole race through. I I just want to know sometimes the process versus the the results, right? And this is something you struggle with all over the place. Doesn't matter if it's betting, doesn't matter if it's whatever. And, and I thought, do I need to re go through my process? Because there was a lot of bets where I really felt like they should have cashed. And then at some points they were. But is it me? Like, what am I doing that is, is making these results? Or is it me? Or is it the track? Or is it whatever? So it's funny because in Discord, I watched the whole thing sort of play out with everybody the same way. Right? I mean, everybody 
you're grasping for, is this something that just happened? Or is this something that I can control through research, through better betting practices, through paying more attention to something? Because, I mean, obviously, Seth got Truex right. We've backed ourselves into a corner where we stopped trusting Martin Truex Jr., right? It did cost the outright, but, like, Chastain But how many times did we not bet on him? Exactly. When we would have bet on him, like, that's the thing is, yeah, sure, maybe we could have hit him this week if we took him, but if we gave him out 15 other times and he doesn't hit because we can't trust him, that's where I think that part of the process is good. I mean, you look at, like, we had Kyle Busch, 18-1. to He starts on the pole. He's leading early. He's got a very, very fast car. Then he gets caught speeding under caution at the competition caught. Like, you cannot make a mistake like that. Then... Because that sends him to the back, he gets involved in that wreck. He ends up in the back of, of Dylan, I think it was, and then th- you know, just it's gonna be too. I mean, he worked his way back through the field at points. They tried a couple things again. If cautions had fallen differently, maybe it would have worked out for. Him. But like that eighteen to one early was like okay, if he can stay in fresh air all day, he's gonna have a chance at this one mistake, and he fucks the whole thing up, and it's just like rip that ticket up and throw it out. So I don't know. I mean, our our process on at least some of these head-to-heads were, were pretty good. I mean, you can't blame yourself for taking Harvick, the most reliable guy in the field, and he has a bad – Harvick finished 19th, like just a horrible day by heart. That's not normal. The Larson part of things, I, I mean, I guess we don't really have any bets on him other than the, the top Chevy bet, but uh, he could have maybe even been the best car. He could have won this race, but he gets taken out early because Chastain's an idiot. Like. Uh, how many times is Chastain going to say he saw like at what point at what point is Ross Chastain the boy who cried wolf like I'm so sorry I'm so sorry and then he does it again and then he says he's sorry and then you turn around and he's doing it again and then he says he's sorry and you turn around and he's doing it again it's like are you fucking sorry or are you not like I don't think you're sorry you keep doing it what are you doing dude like everybody in the field hates you and then you could see it I mean later like Larson perfect revenge that was the best because didn't have to wreck him and Chastain could have ended up winning that later on, but had it stayed green, I mean, and he really almost caught Truex again, but but the fact that he was there, slowed him way up, then Gibbs gets in the way, Reddick gets in the way, like, nobody likes this guy. You've got to, you got to figure it out, dude. And that was so early in the race, too. That's what Larson said post-race. I saw his interview with Bob Pockris, and it was like, I get that in stage three, fine, whatever, like, 15 is got out of the way, great. But that early in the race... Why are you just wrecking car? It, like, and Chastain has been that. Just Chastain has been Brennan Poole in the past. Like, he was Brennan Poole for so many years in these shit cars. This is a Poole's first time in a Cup Series in the next gen car. Like, he gets eighty laps and then he gets fucked up because Chastain just doesn't know how to drive. I, I don't understand. Cody getting fired up. <laughs> Justin says, "Hey, and- I am fired up. Just, I don't. I just. I don't get it. Like." To, listen, Dude, listen, stop to, wrecking everyone. To Chastain's, to Chastain's defense, look. Or stop it, saying you're sorry. Well, that too. Everybody's like, you never see Dale Earnhardt race? Like, yeah, I did, but Dale Earnhardt didn't say he was sorry for wrecking you. He wanted to wreck you. Like, fine. And if you're going to be the villain, play into the villain. But stop saying you're sorry if you're not sorry. The, the first stage took like an hour and a half. So I think Chastain probably <laughs> thought that the race was a lot farther along than it was. I'm pretty sure he lost out. Where he was like, wait, we've got to be he in the middle of like stage two. To yeah, he was like, oh my God, what, this has been like an hour and a half. What are you doing? Um, that was a very, very long first stage. For it to yeah. be starting at 9 o'clock in the morning and for me to almost be ready to eat lunch by the time it was uh, it was done, I was like, this is... Uh, this well, is and what's crazy, crazy too is generally the Monday races like are super super clean. Like there's almost no cautions. It's almost like, you know, everybody was so fired up for Sunday. You got to wait till Monday. Like let's just get through this race. Let's get home. And like, not the case today. Which is another thing that, yeah. Again, man, how, how do you handicap just the chaos of everything that happens in a race like this? Like, it makes it tough. But that's then that's what I'm trying to say, and I also said that in Discord too. Is like if you if anybody's touting today, I want to see the receipts because I, I want. I mean, and the only the only person that I know right now that can tout is Seth because <laughs> he hit the outright. I didn't see any other anybody else on Truex this weekend, or I didn't hear anybody else on Truex. But um, if you were, I want to see the receipts because it's again you just Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson could have found his way up. He was and Kevin Harvick was fifth. At one point in Dude, this Denny, race, oh, Denny, Denny Hamlin, Hamlin could have won this race if his pick, pick like what? Mm-hmm. 
give him like the Rick Ware pit crew or something. They can't be any worse. Like <laughs> what is going on with the 11 pit crew? Like they just constantly cost Denny over and over. That's another thing. Like we gave that out as the show pick, right? Because of the Denny Brett, which by the way, these brackets, your bracket is likely busted. One of my champ, one of my championship round guys is out already. Kyle Larson goes down early. I did call the, the Gill and upset uh, over Joy Logano, but yeah, just insane for the, this bracket is already so much fun. We'll have to get to that at some point, but man, yeah, it, it just, how do you, and that's been the thing with Blaney too. It's the same thing. These pit crews just costing some of these guys like Denny, I think could have been Martin Truex if his pit crew didn't keep putting it behind the eight ball and they just, they did it every single time he was on pit road. It seemed like, yeah, it's, I mean, we'll get into the bets here in a second. We'll, let's step away. I think this is a great time to step away to come back and talk through these bets because I, I, once we get I'm on this roll, some deep breaths. I was going to say, once we get on this roll, I almost don't want to stop it. So this is why I want to stop it now. This is a natural pause so we can come back and talk through the rest of these bets. Because now is a perfect time to tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB, their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Other things that race are horses, and it's Kentucky Derby Week, and the notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is up here for all of your Triple Crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show whenever you get your podcast between now and the Belmont Stakes on June 10th, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a canvas paint, or canvas print rather, of the Wolf's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob painting. It's post time, baby. Gotta love it. We have some of the most fantastic contests in the SGP, in the whole sports gambling world, man. I'm telling you, it's it's crazy. Yes, yeah. The old-fashioned football, Justin was commenting a few minutes ago. They've got great contests going on over there. Can win all kinds of fun stuff. Sounds like they got some more coming up. We've obviously got our Hamlin Mania thing. I think 100, and I don't have it right in front of me, but I think it's like 134 entries into that. What? So, dang, yeah, you guys showed up and got your entries in. Uh, I, the results were just, well... Uh, inspection just finished and, and Truex is officially the winner so that's good but Damn. we'll make sure there's no changes I did update the winners on the site but we'll see and then I got to score everything and figure out that whole fun stuff but we'll get a leaderboard out on Twitter here within the next day or two so so make sure you you check that out but uh, yeah that's uh, it's gonna be a fun gonna be fun to keep watching this because already we've had I mean had some pretty crazy ones and there was a gosh what did I see Somebody finished uh, 30, Chase Briscoe. Chase Briscoe, who BJ McLeod beat, still won his matchup by finishing in 30th. Like, that's how crazy this week was. Doing the Lord's work, buddy. Doing yeah. the Lord's work. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's talk through some of these right. bets because I feel like it's it's time to to talk through what just happened. We'll start with the cup race. Um, yeah. Yeah, Cody, just get us started. Yeah, so Chase Elliott over William Byron. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to apologize to William Byron because, dude, you showed up. I, I thought that maybe we were starting to see what happened last year. You're going to fall off. Then there were points in this race where I was like, whoa, he's going to be the first guy to three wins this season. Like, So William Byron, not a guy that can be faded. That was my bad. I, I Man, I, I really – I know he's had some good finishes here lately, but looking at how things fell off for him last season, looking at how the last couple of races it started to trend, it just seemed like the same thing was going to happen. I le leaned into that. Didn't quite work out for me. So, uh, yeah, William Byron ends up beating Chase Elliott. I did miss out on that head-to-head. -head. 193 laps, William Byron led. That I mean, he had yeah. Yeah. He a freaking rocket ship when he was out yes. front. But, unfortunately, it started the long, long, long run. When they finally had that's a long, what, long, long run, yep. that's what killed him. That was what killed him because it was short runs up until that point, and he just was dominating and didn't – I mean – his restarts, like you, they showed, you know, Keselowski, they had his audio and he's like, what is this guy doing on restarts? Like, cause his restarts were so good. He was jumping out. But once they got to the long run, his car was not set up for that. And, and he was falling off very quickly. 
It's like Keselowski was popping the clutch in second. You know, when, when you have to, when you are barely slowing down, you have it in second, right? You don't, you can't put it in first because you can't, so you have it right. in second and you're like, right, and that's, that's what Keselowski was doing where William was getting that full on first gear. Let's go, baby. Let's, let's get yeah, that extra was, gear. Yeah, he was executing good. Had the best short run car for sure, um, but didn't have the track position at the end to, to capitalize with the just seven lap shootout at the end there. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, well, listen, you try to talk me out of this one. This was actually a good bet. And that's what I'm saying. This is why this is why this yep. is the one I think the most that had me struggling with is it process or is it results? Because I had Eric Jones as a top ten car. He started in eleventh place, but he fell back like a freaking brick. Now, granted, he he <laughs> Well, yeah, that was like early, they're like five laps into the race. So like Eric Jones oh, has lost nine sh- spots. And I'm like, yeah. oh boy. <laughs> he was already done. <laughs> he finished sixteenth by the end of this, but he was that was more uh attrition than anything because he was one that had fallen a lap down and managed to fight his way back around. But again, man, I don't know what it is now. These legacy cars, they're, they're kind of dead to me at this point. And, and they should have been a long time ago. You're right. But I thought we'd see a little more out of Eric Jones than we did. Um, but still, I mean, finishing 16th, like enough could have happened at the end there that yeah. I still at plus four fifty. The odds you got it at, I don't think it was a bad bet because yeah. he did it here last year. He's shown he can do it in the past. We know the car's not great, but he wasn't that far away, even with all those things, you know, factoring in. So I, I don't think it was a bad one. I think your process is right there. It just, I mean, it, it is a longer shot for a reason, right? And there was potential for it to happen, but it really wasn't going to happen, I guess. Jones did not benefit from a Chastain assist uh, in that right. instance. So. I thought we might get that in overtime. I thought Chastain might just oh. dive bomb into turn one and take out like five cars. Then Jones would have been 11th. See, you'd have been real close. And then apologize for it afterwards because that's the Yeah, he'd that's have been pattern. sorry until he did it again next week. Go to the Discord. If if SG.pn slash Discord, please do. There is a what's cycle the, of Chastain that oh, is up there. What's, what was the team name? I think the JDK. Oh, no. JDK it. said uh, Team Wreckhouse. Team Wreckhouse. Yes, that was great. Team Shout Wreckhouse. out to him. He's always, always very active. That was a good one. I don't know if he came up with it or if he got it from somewhere, but either way. I don't care. Great it was to, awesome. <laughs> great thing, yes. Team Wreckhouse. Um, I had, this is my streak of good uh, good head-to-heads here. I had Brad Keselowski over Chase Briscoe, minus 120. This one was not even close all day long. Brad was having a great day. Ends up with an eighth-place finish. Nice, solid run for him. Exactly what we expected. Chase Briscoe right there behind BJ McLeod back in 30th. Exactly what I expected, honestly. Chase Briscoe started six in this race. Sixth place rod and, and from the metric. And, and then you never, ever, ever heard or saw him. I don't even remember seeing him on the broadcast. Like he was nowhere to be found all day long. Exactly what we expected. We're going to Kansas next week. Fade Chase Briscoe again. They do not have the intermediate speed. I was going to say outside of Kevin Harvick, but after what we saw today, do they have, does Stuart Haas have any intermediate speed? I have no idea because so if we continue to get these. These matchups over well, and I'll just go into it too because I had Chris Busher over Chase Briscoe as well was my next one, and same thing. He finished ninth, right next to Brad Keselowski, and again Briscoe just nowhere close. So full on fade Briscoe. I hope they give it to us again. Give us BJ McLeod versus Briscoe because I'll take it. Like Briscoe just has not been good unless it's a short flat track. So next time we go back to one of those, expect him to pop up and have a good run. But these intermediate Stuart Haas is highly, highly lacking the speed. Well, and listen, that's the thing about it, too. Rory picks, baby. Yo, homies, up, what's up? And listen, if you guys aren't joining us live uh, for our YouTube Boy, channels. Boy, uh, that Daniel Suarez top 10 went to shit real quick. Oh, I was about to say Daniel Suarez, <laughs> part of Team Wreckhouse. That was not uh, not the business over there either. Um, but no, so just to get back to the whole, we, we knew RFK was about to pick up uh, and, and, and do better. And in fact, we kind of said it all along. Just keep your eyes on the RFK guys because they're finishing together. That's the kind of crazy thing about it. When they finished up in the in the top 10 or top 15, they've been finishing close, very close to each other. So something about these RFK cars, they've got them dialed in. Um, so I definitely don't hate it for that. Uh, and, and yes, full fate of Briscoe. You want to talk about Briscoe, though. Um, Briscoe, he fell like a rock. I mean, we said Eric Jones fell like a rock. Briscoe, like somebody tied yeah, cinder blocks tied to him. It. Yeah. Yeah. EJ McLeod threw his fishing pole out there, reeled him right in. That's what happened. Uh, <laughs> like you, I came looks like Rory hit Truex live. So congrats oh, to you on good that. Good job. Good job. I was again too scared to pull the trigger on something like that. 
Uh, and he had Scotty Mack in the, the IndyCar race, too. We had some good... I shared my IndyCar picks on Twitter, shared them in the Discord. Didn't hit an outright there, but hit a. Uh, I think I had a top three, a top five, and a head-to-head -head that were all in there. Hit all three of those, so a decent day over there uh, on IndyCar stuff too. I'm telling you, we need to we need to pop that IndyCar into some something on here. We need to get an IndyCar gambling podcast. If, well, if they, man, they've been doing a good job of keeping the odds in there, so we might have to to work that into the feed or or into the F1 feed, maybe. Hey, sorry if we digress. We just don't want to get to the rest of these bets. <laughs> <laughs> we're tired of talking about this. All right, we're we're next up, Rob. Uh, all right, I had, oh, I had HMS. Yeah, <laughs> I had HMS uh, as as the top Chevy. I said pick and choose any of it that you wanted, as far as uh, however it was. I really truly believe that Larson could have been one of the fastest, if not that. And then you know, for for uh, for Byron there. All he had to do was kind of get around Chastain for the most part at the end of that race, and he would have been the top Chevy. So, and and there wasn't a possibility for him to do that because obviously he was too far away. He lost contact uh, after the restart. But I mean, something happens. Chastain slips a gear. You know, people decide they don't like Chastain. Kyle Larson got in front of him long enough to hold him up. Right? It was like, who knows what would have happened? So I, I really feel like Byron still had a good shot. Obviously, he was the fastest Chevy, and yeah, Larson had a rocket already. Larson had a rocket, Rory says. Yep. He did. Man, again. So, yeah, just, this one should have but, hit. And then, of course, I yeah. had Harvick over Truex. Well, it's hard to hard to finish better than first place, but uh, I, I don't know if Harvick would have won this race. Uh, I don't think he would have, but I think he could have been a solid top five car if he would not have had that issue right cording wheels all damn day goes a lap down that's it that's the end of your day at this track um i know unless you stay out like kyle bush tried to uh and then drop like a rock as well and get lapped and then get use your lucky dog or lose the lucky dog because you stayed out it's frustrating but either one of those two bets i felt like had an opportunity to win obviously truex wins that makes it a little difficult for the head-to-head -head for harvick but yeah i mean i guess i can't blame the process on that one can i yeah, I don't think it was a bad process again. I mean, it's it's Kevin Harvick, like 19th place, not where you're expecting to see him at. So just a bad weekend for Harvick, bad weekend for S SHR overall. Speaking of that, I had Ty Gibbs over Ryan Priest, minus 110. Gibbs, another solid day from him. They need to figure out the fuel thing because he ran out of fuel last week and they said he was going to be seven laps short this week when he had plenty of time to get the fuel in so i don't know what the deal is the fuel thing let's figure that out but running top five a good portion of the race for a while there looked very good ends up finishing in 13th but that's good enough to beat uh priest who ends up actually being the top shr car all the way back in 17th so again he was a little better than i expected i didn't expect him to even be that good but but not a good showing period from the shr cars so fading them in all three head-to-heads worked out very good in my favor um, and so at least we were able to cash those. Indeed, we were. Uh, I guess I'll just get to my winning car number under 11 and a half. Did not happen. Ladies and gentlemen, the 19 car won in my mathematical skills, which are pale in comparison to anybody's. Uh, that is not a, a car that is under 11 and a half. So unfortunately, yeah, that did not happen. But I mean, again, right? Hamlin yeah. had a fast car. Hamlin, Larson had a Larson. fast car. Chastain could have done Chastain could have ended up Kyle winning. Bush if he hadn't sped. I mean, yep. There was guys that had opportunities with that. I had Stenhouse uh, as the winner of Group C at plus 290 over on Caesars. This one was close. Um, he beat Eric Jones, beat AJ Allmendinger, beat Eric Almarola, beat Justin Haley, but he did not beat Bubba Wallace. So that was the one that got us. Uh, Stenhouse ends up in 15th, one spot ahead of Eric Jones, but uh, Bubba Wallace ends up in 12th, so he ends up taking that group. Unfortunately, I think he was the favorite in that one. Um, Stenhouse... We got, you know, it's kind of the top 10 question all week. Like, you take him top 10, you take him to win the group, 15th place. So he kind of hung around all day. By the way, Corey LaJoy, 14th. Shout out to him. 14th on an intermediate track. Corey LaJoy finished better than all the SHR cars. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't even want to go to the four car because it's worse. I don't know. Yeah, who, who knows? knows? Uh, but, yeah, I will say that group was close, though. That group was really close because Bubba finished yeah. in 12th, Stenhouse in 15th, Jones in 16th, Almondinger in 18th. I mean, you want to talk about, like, everybody yeah. grouped around there. The only one that well, and was... And then Haley and Almirola, 23rd yeah. and 24th. Like, they weren't that much farther back either. Yeah. So it was kind of how you expected all to be grouped up there together. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's, that's kind of why these odd makers are doing it again, man. These head-to-heads, these groups, they all just sort of run around in the same pack. 
Um, all right. Well, then let's the, the winners. We had Denny as the show pick, right? That was right. Still think he could have done it. I had Harvick, but that was only because I had to pick somebody else because we already had picked uh, Denny Hamlin. So, uh, but at eleven to one, Harvick was a top five car. I just I don't know if he would have won, but he would have made it damn close. I think at, at some point. Yeah, I don't think you can ever be mad to bet on Harvick. Like it, the, we've seen what he's done, we've seen what he's capable of. Today just wasn't his day, so. That's how it goes sometimes. Uh, I had Chase Elliott. I was very high on Chase Elliott. Did not show up. At, I mean, really at all. He's just kind of mired 10th place all day. 10th to 15th. Ends up 11th, I think. Barry beat him at the end. Like, I don't know. I I don't really have any answers. I, I don't know what happened there. Kyle Busch, 18-1. to 1. For a little while, this looked good till the speeding penalty. Then he gets involved in the wreck. And then they just were throwing darts and, and completely missing. Also gave out Bubba at forty to one, just kind of a long shot. He ends up with the thirteenth place or twelfth place finish, rather. So, not a bad finish. Um, we saw some very fast Toyotas. He had four in the top seven of the six that were even out there. So, uh, pr- pretty decent day for Toyota. Just kind of throwing a dart, kind of hoping something would stick. Uh, and I'm not mad about getting a forty to one that ends up finishing a twelfth. Started twenty eighth too. Um, so yeah, yeah. Again, and uh, look- all right, so just been. It's been tough. It's been, it's been tough. tough. It's been tough. It and it's hope, really been tough because I hope we get hope we get good numbers on twenty three eleven cars this weekend because I really want to go. I really want to take Bubba. I really want to take Reddick, but they swept the the Kansas races last year, so we'll see. We'll see where they put them. Yeah, I, I don't. That's the thing about it too. We we always say there's value and we look for value, and sometimes there's not value in the favorites, and and but this proves it because Larson was a favorite to to win at like plus four fifty, plus five hundred in some spots to win this race, and and if you'd have bet and he'd have won, you'd have been happy. But we also told you that that's probably not good enough value to take on an outright on Larson on a track where. Chastain can get in the 15 and 15 can, I mean, and you can make that excuse for anything. You honestly could talk yourself out of making just about any bet out there, uh, just as much as you could talk yourself into making just about any bet in there. But, you know, again, with these cup races, I'm not mad at the way the race turned out. I'm really not. It was actually a very entertaining race by and large. Um, there were spots in there where it was a little bit like, huh? You know, when you had 10 cars on the lead lap, you kind of think to yourself, here we go. You know, this is kind of what they were trying to prevent back in the day. But then strategy fell into that. You know, you had had pit penalties. You had mistakes on pit road that that forced people's hands. And so, I mean, there's a lot. This this race had a lot to track down. But from a gambling aspect, it just, you know, you want to throw well, the full brick into your TV. It's been so inconsistent, too, as far as, like, I mean, you don't take Larson this week. If you don't take Elliott, then Elliott maybe is the one who shows up. Like, we decided to fade Byron, but maybe it should have been Larson that we faded. Like, how do you pick which HMS car is going to have the issue? Uh, you go back and look. Like, Truex has won here before. Yeah, the Monday angle, we could have tossed that out knowing that maybe it was going to be a Monday race. But you know, when we give our picks on Tuesdays, we don't know for sure. You never know with the forecast, right? They could say it's raining outside. You walk out, and it's like 100 degrees, and there's not a cloud in the sky, and it's like, are you sure it's raining? Like, oh yeah, our model says it's raining. Like, well, your model's wrong. Like, <laughs> and and yeah, it's just it's tough. And then Chastain. I mean, he was a guy that was in the mix today, but we've talked about it. He's been so inconsistent. Yeah, he had those two wins. We hit him forty to one at Coda last year. Then he wins Talladega. He hasn't won since. He's starting to be one of those guys that's getting up there on the hasn't won in a while list. Like, and it's almost like, you know, was he kind of? I mean, I know he made the final four, but. Was he more of a flash than he was? But then he shows up today and has a fast car. He's just inconsistent. Truex, something always goes wrong. Blaney comes out of fucking nowhere. Apparently, this is they talk about on the broadcast. This is the race they focus on more than anything else. Why? Because we come to Dover once. I don't know. But obviously, it worked because he looked good. But we were right on the Joey Logano side. We said Joey was going to suck here. He always sucks here. Sucks, struggles all day, just problem after problem. Finally, it just gives up, hits the wall, and he's done. And Gillen bounces him out of the, the Hamlinania bracket. And it's like, so I, I, <laughs> it's getting to the point where it's getting frustrating because it seems like we're, you know, we're on track with some of the stuff we pick. And it just, sometimes it doesn't fall. How do you know which, we knew Hendrick was going to be fast today. How do you know which Hendrick car it's going to be? I, that's, that's the tough part. How do you know which Gibbs car it's going to be? I mean, Hamlin, it, it probably should have been him, but his crew kept fucking him and it ends up being Truex instead. All four Gibbs cars were fast. 
I don't know, but uh, I do know we're going to keep trying. I'm going to Kansas this week. Maybe seeing it in person will help. I will bring my cardboard just in case. Um, you know, if we need that late caution, I've heard that the cardboard on the track can cause that to happen. Uh, just kidding. I'm not taking any cardboard. <laughs> yeah, he says as he takes a big cardboard with the NASCAR Gambling Podcast logo emblazoned on it and tosses That's it right. out into the track. You might as well get TV time if I'm going to throw hey, it out there. Listen, right? free, free, no, no press is bad press, right? So That's right. Uh, I like that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, all in all, it's just, yeah. But hey, shout out one before we hit the break. Uh, shout out to Josh Berry for a 10th place finish. Yeah, again, great man, job. I mean, and that's just going to be a guy we're going to have to look at him. He's in this car two to three more weeks, probably. Like, if we can get him at top 10 at plus money every week, like, I think you just do it because he is just hammering out good runs every week. Like, he ends up being the second best finishing Hendrick car on the day. I mean, flat out beat uh, him and Elliot were going back and forth at the end. And, he beats him out like Byron ends up finishing fourth. Obviously we don't know about the Larson type of thing, but crazy. He's, he's, he's very solid. Uh, and came out over the weekend too. There's a rumor. He's got a full-time ride next season. Um, they're going to announce full details at the Coke 600. Um, Clint Boyer said something on the broadcast today. I got to go back and see exactly what it was, but something about, Oh, they were talking about him being a banker, right? He was a teller at a bank when he met Dale jr. On iRacing. racing, uh, and, and Boyer goes, I think he needs to, he's going to be a customer at a bank pretty soon uh, as in, yeah, Rory says SHR four car. That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think Josh Berry's in the four car next year. I think that that's what's coming out. Um, we'll see. I mean, there's obviously people are saying, well, what about junior coming to cup? I don't think junior's coming to cup yet. And I don't think junior comes to cup with Barry either. I think that junior has very high hopes for Barry and doesn't want to hold him back if they're not good right away if he comes to the cup. So I think you're on it, uh, Rory. I, I think based on everything that happened this weekend, based on Boyer's kind of comments like that, I think everybody knows that that's kind of what it's looking like. Wouldn't hurt my feelings any. Uh, I do love me some Josh no, Berry. So. Very deserving. I mean, yeah. he's, he's earned it. Like, look what he's doing every week getting in these cars and just filling in and, and what he's done in the Xfinity series in his relatively short NASCAR career. He's been a race car driver for a while, but he's like 32, I think, but he, you know, in his relatively short racing career, he's done very good. Had some good runs, even in the 77, uh, a couple seasons ago when he was kind of popping in and running some random rides in that. So, yeah. Well, now that just means I need to go and live my life on iRacing. So Dale Jr. can uh, find me. I can I raced against Jeremy Mayfield once on iRacing. Oh, so nice. Did you beat I him? I don't think that's going to help me. I did beat him. He got caught up in a wreck, but I still beat him. Doesn't matter. I Sorry. won the head to head. Sorry. Was it Chastain in there? Uh, uh, no, well, <laughs> maybe he was. Maybe that's what happened to Jeremy. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, speaking of Xfinity, they happened to race two, and they did it on Saturday. We will break everything down for you. But also, let's say thank you to you out there who are watching live right now on YouTube and those of you who are catching it on our Twitter feed as well. So excited that we get to bring you video, get to bring it to you live. This is the new wrinkle that we threw in this year, and so far, so good. You guys have been chatting with us just now in the chat. You guys have been doing all the stuff to keep us uh, active on YouTube. So please do it some more. We love it. Uh, comment, like, subscribe, ring the bell, leave a review if you're a podcast listener of the OG style. Uh, we certainly have not forgotten about you. As always, I say this is an audio podcast first. The video folks just get to, you know, enjoy the uh, extras, the the uh, bonus features, if you will. So continue to make that happen. The bosses absolutely love it when you do, uh, and we'll continue to make this content for you. Hey, everybody. If you play fantasy football, especially in auction leagues. And or you're a whiskey fan. Yes, exactly. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast fantasy football channel show, Old Fashioned Football. Coming to you every Tuesday morning, give us a listen. We'll bring you the latest fantasy football data, including... The injury report. Studs and duds. Waiver wire targets. And suggested fab. Market movers. After all, we are the Marks. He is my hubby. And she's J. Mark's wifey. And we're bringing all this to you while drinking an Old Fashioned and giving you our honest review of a different whiskey every week all that and more hop on over give us a listen come for the football stay for the whiskey this ad's almost done going once going twice sold not gonna lie cody i wish that at nine o'clock in the morning i would have poured myself a good old fashioned and uh and sat down with some whiskey to watch the race because i just felt like uh that's what it, i would have needed to get through it but uh, 
<laughs> Unfortunately, that, I didn't. That probably would have been uh, a solid idea. <laughs> a nice little drink my breakfast. Uh, all right, but yeah. Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, rather, we did get treated to the Xfinity race. Uh, diff- same name, different brother crossing the finish line to start the weekend off. It was Ryan Truex. Uh, my question, I guess, Cody, is uh, are we impressed by the guy now? Has he has he entered our radar? Uh, I think that we've been impressed. I mean, we've we've bet on him a few times. I was a week early. I, I had him last week at Talladega, and it, it didn't quite pan out. Um, I was right again on a Gibbs car winning. I just picked the wrong Gibbs cars. Uh, but, it, I mean, I, I've been very impressed. He's taken full advantage. I mean, you, you look at a guy like Joe Graff gets in that nine car and ends up six laps down and nowhere to be found. And then a guy like Ryan Truex gets in the same exact car, same crew, same everything. And he comes out and wins a race like this. So, I mean, obviously that shows he's got some talent. He's a guy that's been scraping around, almost won a race, his first race, Xfinity race here like 10 years ago. Joey Logano got it from him late. Uh, but for him to get it and then his brother to win the next day, or well, two days later, I guess, technically, they pull the, the brother sweep of the weekend. Good story, feel good story. I think everybody, I mean, it seemed like all the other drivers were happy for him. Uh, you know, everybody seems to really like the guy. He's grinding. He's not just getting in that car because his last name is Truex. Like he still has to do the things to get in there. Uh, I know he does work for Joe Gibbs as their uh, he's their main simulator driver, like trying setups and, and working out different things for them for the Cup Series side of things. So he's kind of keeping his irons hot and, and trying to find that next break and that next ride. Always good to see that type of guy get a win. So very happy with it. Sad we weren't on him necessarily to win this week. Um, I did have him in a head-to-head, so we hit that, but uh, I- I'm happy to see the guy win. And I think that he'd already been showing us, right? He had a second place, a couple of other really good runs. We knew he had it in him, um, and yeah, this was his week. It's a shame he's not full-time. It really is. I, I wish that we could see a full season of Ryan Truex because, yeah. you know, uh, I- Dale Jr. found him in the sim room. Oh, wait, no, no, that, that was some uh, – never mind. <laughs> uh, no, and again, like I said, this would be – it'll be a fun story. Everybody loves to cheer for the the old dude that, uh, you know, that, that's been trying for a long time, and finally they get their break. And Well, that's like you know, the, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirate plays 13 years in the, in the minor leagues, finally gets his call up this week to come play for the big club. They're even having a good season for the first time since like the eighties. And it's like, you know, it's a good story. Everybody loves to see that. The feel good story. It's good to see, you know, it's guys like Parker Kligerman. That's why people love him so much. Like he's been grinding and keeping his nose. And he went to being a TV reporter just so he could stay close to it. Now he's in a full-time ride. Didn't work out so good this week, but he's, he's been getting some good results here and there. Like, so yeah, it's it, it is the the good feel good story. Everybody everybody loves to see it. Well, it's like the forty seven year old podcaster who's been doing it to, since two thousand and six, just kind of plugging away, trying to get his, and then all of a sudden he winds up on the premiere. Now he's NASCAR on the best show in the planet with with the best co host in the planet. Like no. yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm now just you saying, might be embellishing a little bit. People love the feel-good <laughs> stories. Uh, anyways, no, so here's the thing. Uh, with this race, I much like the cup race, and obviously it happened before, so I was I was good enough, happy enough with the race, uh, how it turned out, and just the racing in general. I mean, obviously we saw, we saw a lot more dominance in this race than we did in the cup race, but all in all, I felt like the racing was still good i felt like there was still enough action going on there was enough i mean there was plenty enough cautions going on but um i felt like there was enough going on in this race to keep me entertained as somebody who watches nascar but again the gambling aspect of it was a little bit frustrating at points yeah i'm gonna lean on you a little bit more for this one i didn't get to see the race and i've only seen bits and pieces i haven't had a chance to actually i will i recorded it so i could go back and sit down and watch it but it's, it was a busy weekend i haven't had a chance to to watch it yet i was honestly i kind of assumed it was going to get rained out and so we made plans and then it was like oh the race is actually going to happen and oh well but here we are so that's all right we'll um, just go over the bets then that'll be that'll be good for it and we'll talk it all through like we normally do exactly okay so i had john hernimacek over cole custer this one was juiced up at minus 140 uh it was a little closer than maybe i had hoped uh john hunter finishes fifth cole custer finishes seventh but my point remains the gibbs cars are elite custer sucks and that's it really (laughs) Hey, listen. I don't even know what happened to Custard in this race. I know he started second place, uh, but yeah, I mean, Cole, Cole ended up leading 13 laps in this, and he actually looked relatively fast. He just could yeah, not heard get that it up story there. before. He's looked fast multiple times. This and is he never true. gets the finishes. I, again, this is like Custer at this point is is 
Truex to me. Like, if he wins, good. <laughs> like, finally, I've been expecting it since the offseason. But until I see it, like, I'm not going to be sad not betting on this guy. Well, yeah, and there was a lot to do with, you know, comp cautions and all that stuff for, for Cole Custer. So um, he did start off quick. He did start off looking like he was actually going to be uh, in contention for the win, honestly. Um, but that did not happen. Good for him, though, to at least manage a seventh-place finish because for a second there, it didn't necessarily look like it was going to happen at all. Uh, yeah, he led from lap one to nine. Sheldon Creed got into the mix and led for a little while, and then uh, Cole Custer ended up leading again at the end. So it was just a tough back-and-forth day for him. Uh, but yes, John Hunter Nemechek, one of the faster cars on the day, too. I mean, it was it was not a matter of him being up front uh, and and leading any laps in this one, but he definitely came back uh, and, and charged up ahead from a 22nd place start to a fifth place finish. So that was a lot of speed for him. I had for him being, uh, how did he get to second in stage one? Does that did he not pit on the competition caution or yeah, he did he race his way through? He well, no, he he raced his way through for the for the most part, and then ended up. Uh, I, I, there was a pit strategy call for him, I think, on, on that caution as well. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right, I had Sheldon Creed as a top five car. This was looking good for a long time. Sheldon Creed was in the mix and in the conversation for uh, the winning car at some points, but unfortunately, Isn't that every week, yeah, I know. <laughs> Sheldon Creed finishes 11th, led 41 laps in this. Just tough, man. Sheldon Creed just not not able to keep himself out of trouble. It, it was he got himself in trouble there uh, on lap 102. Uh, just so close to the end, he could have done it, but he. he you know, stepped out, got collected with the 18, and uh, and then that was it. I mean, couldn't really necessarily find his way back up to the to the front of the pack. He, he got an 11th place finish, which was impressive, but again, could have been a much better day for Sheldon Creed. That's the story with him every week. It seems like it's Creed is starting to get very frustrating. Like it's it's Ryan Blaney esque, it's Martin Truex Jr. esque. Like has good fast cars, and then just something always goes wrong. I don't know, but uh, again, with with the speed you're getting out of it at plus two twenty five, like to only finish, you didn't even need him to win. He just needed him to finish in the top five. I think that it wasn't necessarily a bad bet. This one, this next one for me, this goes to show you how shitty these Sam Hunt cars are. Honestly, like so, I had Riley Herbst over Corey Heim minus one forty five. Herbst had like forty seven things go wrong with him. I do know that about the race. Still finishes better. Heim ends up with engine troubles to take him out, but. That was exactly the the thinking here is these cars are just not that good and an engine trouble is part of these cars not being that good uh, and so Heim gets goes out early and uh, Herbst ends up beating them so again juiced up a little bit scary moments for Herbst obviously uh, you know when he, when he has issues you're like oh boy but he he ends up winning this head to head pretty easily boy Riley Herbst was just a pinball man that that poor guy was getting hit every which way but loose and. Yeah, he couldn't he couldn't catch a break at all. And and our top five odds for him just people had him at top five and it was oh you had him at top five even. It just it was so tough to watch that happen time and time and out. But uh all right, Cody, will you listen to me when I tell you that junior motorsports will do well uh, on Dover? I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and lay that out there right now. I had Josh Berry as a top three car. There was times, I'm not gonna lie, I was afraid. I was petrified. I kept How thinking, many times did Josh Berry spin on this race? Uh, more times than I think he... <laughs> it was ridiculous. Dude spins every week. It's it's crazy. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I thought that the, the JRM cars were just going to not live without uh, Josh Berry. But no, so he spun, right? But he started 19th, ended up finishing second. Uh, Josh Berry was never going to win this race, but... By the, the same token, the fact that he, he charges his way up through so many smart, heady calls, good pit stops, good everything. Like, Josh Berry would, needs to be applauded for the way he ran this race. He stayed out of trouble. He, he could, could very easily could have gotten in a lot of trouble. Uh, we saw just, just all up and down the track, but kept himself clean. And and actually, this was a close one, too, because Allgaier and Berry, I had them head-to-head, -head and I had uh, Berry over Allgaier, as my next bet, I'll parlay that one in there. Um, <clears throat> and this almost didn't happen because Allgaier was ahead of Barry for a little while. And then by the end of it, Barry finally passed Allgaier again. Uh, they end up finishing 2-3. Barry finishes over Allgaier. Man, let me tell you, I was sweating this one big time. The Josh Barry top three one, 
I was kind of sweating, but once the once the race started to come to a close, I knew I was going to cash that one. But this Barry Algar one was way closer than it needed to be, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, two of them in the top three, all five of, or all four of them rather in the top nine. So pretty good day for JRM. They sit out of each other's way. They get a week off this week. Hopefully, not lose that and, and keep it at Darlington. Uh, Darlington, a place where Justin Allgaier is so good, it's going to be hard not to bet on a guy like that. Uh, I think my JRM stance is, is loosening up a little. Never been a super hard and fast stance. It's just been how I've been going lately. But seeing some decent results from them, uh, I think that that's going to maybe loosen that stance up a little bit more. But it did pay off for me this week because I had Ryan Truex over Brandon Jones. Obviously, Truex out front most of the day wins the race um so that one cashes also had sammy smith a top five at plus 115 heartbreakingly he finishes in sixth place expected these jgr cars to be fast they were all three of them finished in the top six pretty good day from them just missed out on the sammy smith top five um and yeah shout out to rory he had the same as rod he had barry over all guyer plus 125 he found over on bet fred so again shop around if you can uh, and he hit the top three on it too. So great minds think alike, I guess. Well, hey man, we uh, we know at some point Josh Berry's going to have himself a good day, and I think we just knew that today was going or Saturday was going to be that day. Um, all right, this one was heartbreaking because first of all, the number eleven looked like it was going to be that kind of car all day, uh, but Parker Kligerman just did not get an opportunity to show what he had. Got wrecked out ridiculously early. Started on the pole. Fell back a little bit, but uh, got caught up in the nonsense. Ended up finishing dead last, where the number 11 uh, ended up finishing 21st. So I feel like if Kligerman would have been running at the end of the race, he would have finished well better than 21st. He finished 10th, right? Uh, who? The number 11? The number 11. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at the 11 place. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, starting 11th. But you're right, you're right. Either way, yeah. Yeah. But still, yeah, I think that Parker, had he survived... Would have finished better than the number 11. Again, we're not going to speak his name because we're no, still we mad at him. Oh, we will not. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you had? Yep, I had Riley Herb's top five. Kind of already touched on him. It was plus 275. Uh, this is like the Harvick bet. I don't think this is ever a bad bet to make. Wasn't his week this week. Didn't work out. Had a very fast car, though, um, and it just seemed like things kept plaguing him, kept being in the wrong place, wrong time. Uh, so that probably cost the top five, but that's how it goes. Yep. I had uh, Anthony Alfredo as the winner of Group D with Brett Moffitt, Jeb Burton uh, in that as well. Uh, so frustrating for Alfredo. Alfredo actually uh, had a bad start, but just lost it anyways. He was, he was not long for this world, uh, unfortunately, so I'm, I'm not even going to count that. Uh, but I will say that uh, Brett Moffitt, hats off to him, top 15 finish for Moffitt. Not a bad little thing to... Uh, to avoid the attrition and, and to finish up there. So maybe I rethink these backmarker bets in the future. Yeah, I mean, the way Alfredo has been running, though, it, I don't think it's necessarily a bad bet. And it's not like any of these other th other two. There's only two other guys in the group. Like, And it's not like they had great finishes. I mean, off at 15th is good, but Alfredo could have done that. Lost his breaks early, of course. So doesn't quite pan out. I had John Hernemacek to win, plus 550. We already kind of talked about him. Sammy Smith, plus 750. Again, I picked both JGR cars that weren't the winner. Man, heartbreaking to do that, but happens. Uh, and then I had Herps twenty-two to one. Again, I don't. <laughs> yeah, this, we talked about him as well. And Kligerman forty to one. That ends up looking pretty decent, right? The, it rains out. The metric puts him on the pole. Your forty to one starts on the pole, no matter what. That makes you feel pretty good. Um, but then, obviously, uh, things things went very horribly quickly. <laughs> yep, yep. Same for me. I'd Cole Custer at six and a half to one. Looking okay for a little decent bit. Like I said, he had his, his bouts at the front, but uh, unfortunately no one could stop Ryan Truex at all on Saturday. It was just his day to dominate. So Truex is your winner uh, for the Xfinity race, and so that's that's how things close. Rory, we got a, a, just a few minutes left before we've got to both bail. We've, we both got some hard outs today. Uh, we just wanted to make sure we got this, this show in on Monday when everything was fresh off of everybody's memory and we could all come in and lament some some frustrating weeks but uh taking a look at your your hamlin mania brackets 
just yes. hit me up with a couple of so, your uh, uh, your biggest unofficial yeah unofficial results. Of course, where the the rules state whatever the results are at midnight. Although it looks like this this will likely be the case. Uh, Bell beats Gregson easily. Busher beats Cindric. No surprises. Uh, the number forty eight beats Almarolo. We both called that. Uh, Blaney over Jones. I think we actually both took Jones in that. Mm -hmm. uh, Blaney again was surprising. Kevin Harvick beats Harrison Burton by one spot. Rod. It was that close to Kevin Harvick being bounced in the first round. Uh, Byron beats McDowell. No, no surprise there. Joey Logano versus Todd Gilland. I called the upset here. The upset happens. Uh, Gilland moves on with the 21st, 25th place finish. Rather, not a great finish by him, but Joey ends up 31st. Uh, Tyler Reddick and AJ uh, Almendinger. Reddick moves on. Not a surprise. Elliot Chastain. I think this is going to be a big one that that you know a lot of people I think had Elliot over Chastain. I did. I know. Um, I did. Yeah, Chastain ends up winning this. Briscoe and Suarez. They finished 30th and 31st. Briscoe ends up pulling out over Suarez. Obviously gets wrecked a little bit early there. Um, Denny and Corey. Uh, really, this was closer than I thought it probably should have been. Right? Denny ends up fifth, but Corey 14th. A good, solid showing by him. Denny moves on in his own bracket challenge. Uh, Austin Dillon with the biggest upset on the day. He upsets Kyle Larson. Uh, Rory says he had Larson to win it. I think that I know I picked. Uh, I don't have mine in front of me, but I picked Larson to go out. I think in the round of eight, maybe. So uh, I think that's going to help me a little bit. That that I picked him to to lose a little earlier. I know a lot of people had him going all the way, but we told you the chalk doesn't always win. Of course, he's one of the chalkiest guys, right? You just take him to run the gamut. One race of bad luck that could end the day. It did. Austin Dillon, I mean, a 27th place finish, not a good day, but good enough to advance. Uh, Stenhouse versus Gibbs. This was a close one. They finished 13th and 15th. Ty Gibbs sneaks it out. He moves on. Brad Keslowski, another close one. He finishes eighth to Bubba's 12th. He'll move on. And Ryan Priest with the upset of Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, again, just kind of a rough day after things went horribly early. Finishes 21st. And Priest is 17th. So Priest moves on. So we got uh, on to the, the round of 16 next week at Kansas. We'll have to uh, go through these these eight, what is it, eight matchups, 16 matchups. I don't know how many that would be. It would be eight, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're down a race. Matchups. We're That's down a race tomorrow, right? So we can, or not tomorrow, we're down a race this week, so we might as well. Yeah. Yeah, and we'll see. Well, yeah. So scheduling note, right? <laughs> Obviously, with a race on Monday, could throw a big wrench into this. So maybe Tuesday, we kind of set up the week, go through this uh, bracket a little more in, in detail. Obviously, your brackets are already set. You're not making any picks, but we can still break down each matchup and kind of how we see them going at Kansas. Maybe the books are on top of it. They'll get odds out. They'll give us BJ McLeod versus Chase Briscoe, hopefully, um, and we can still get your your regularly scheduled cup picks show on Tuesday, but might have to push that to Wednesday based on things sliding back. Xfinity is off this week, so we'll just be truck series. Make sure you're following at NASCAR Gambling on Twitter, too. Um, not only we'll post the updates, obviously from, uh, you know, the leaderboard, once I get that all scored, we'll be on there, but I'm going to be at Kansas Speedway this weekend for the ARCA and truck series race on Saturday. And then the cup series race on Sunday as well. So I'll be sharing some, some pictures, videos, all that fun stuff over there. Uh, got the media pass. So I'll be down in the garage area, down on pit road. Going to be a fun time. It's going to be a blast keeping up with you there. I'm going to enjoy watching that. And I hope you guys do too. All right, I think uh, we've thoroughly covered this Dover weekend. Uh, hopefully, we just uh, don't wreck out uh, on the way out of this podcast and and ruin some people's yeah, days. Watch out for Chastain on the highway there. Yes, please. Yeah, if you see a one car behind you, you probably want to move. Doesn't matter. Just pull over, get out of the way. Yeah, just let him go. Um, all right. But he's sorry. He's even though <laughs> even though he'll wreck you again next week. He's sorry. I want so. a sound drop that says, "Gosh, I'm sorry." It just, I'm sorry. Gosh. Uh, all right. Cody, let everybody know where they can find you on oh, social media. Yes, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Again, I'll be sharing stuff there as well from this weekend at Kansas. Um, got a new article out for NFL. Uh, updated divisional odds and some some best bets. Some guys to get in. Some bets to get in early. Some stuff I like. I found some some good value bets on those. Uh, obviously, we kind of have some answers now that the rookies have been drafted. So make sure you check that out. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast. Hit a 16 to 1. That's whew, squeak that in on the last lap. That's going to be fun to talk about on the recap this week. But uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Uh, hopefully to have continued success over there. 
Max Verstappen, not invincible. He didn't win again this week. So uh, other people can win. They have to be in a Red Bull car, but they can win. <laughs> uh, so check that out as well. And then, uh, yeah, follow the show at NASCAR Gambling as well. And I'll have that uh, updated leaderboard out there uh, as soon as I get it all scored again. A lot of freaking people in the contest, so it'll take a minute, but we'll get her done. Uh, it makes me think if uh, Chastain was in a Red Bull, who would uh, who would do that? <laughs> Find me on Twitter. Just, <laughs> I don't think the stewards would like his wrecking of other people. <laughs> Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bot. Everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media, where of course my fun host Seth hit Martin Truex to win the race. So you might want to be checking that show out as well as we head into the next weekend of racing. But until later on this week, whenever we get some odds, whenever we finish things off, thank you very much for those of you who tuned in live on Twitter. We love you all. We continue to uh, to do this for you. So click that bell. Let everybody know or let you know when the next one is coming up. All right. We'll see you again. Let's go racing and let it ride. So you'll see your